Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. Whether it's the gentle fluttering of butterflies in your tummy that you wake up with on the morning of a performance, or the frantic churning of butterflies that you feel backstage while waiting to play, figuring out how to manage pre-performance nerves can be a real challenge. We've previously explored a variety of strategies that can help with this, from the research on cognitive reappraisal, where you interpret anxiety as excitement, to studies involving breathing, coloring books, and expressive writing. But I stumbled across a new one this week that I thought was kind of intriguing. It involves birds, or more specifically, the warbling, chirping, cooing, singing sounds that birds make, which apparently is called birdsong. And maybe this won't work for everyone. My wife, for instance, gets freaked out by birds, but it kind of makes intuitive sense to me. As a child, whenever we went to visit my grandparents, who lived in a warm tropical climate where windows were generally open 24-7, I would wake up to the sound of pigeons cooing and birds singing, which was a rather nice way to start the day. And even now, when I hear birds making these kinds of sounds, it does make me feel a little more relaxed. So is this really a thing? Could birds help us be less stressed and anxious? Previous research has found that green spaces, also known as nature, can decrease anxiety and improve mental health. And some have suggested that one of the reasons for this is that green spaces typically include birds. To see if the presence of birds might really have a positive effect on mood and stress levels, a team of researchers recruited nearly 1,300 participants from around the world and randomly pinged them several times a day for two weeks, asking them to respond to questions about their mental well-being in that moment. Among other things, they were asked to report on their mood, like whether they're feeling happy or not, and also stress, like were they feeling stressed in that moment. And they were also asked if in that moment they were able to see or hear birds. So was there any connection between the presence of birds and the participants' mental well-being? Well, the short answer is yes. There was a significant difference in their mental well-being ratings when they reported being able to see or hear birds in that moment. Additionally, this boost in mental well-being tended to last for a decent bit of time, at least through the next check-in point. So it's not like the effect faded as soon as they were out of earshot of birds. The researchers also noted that the effect was stronger when people were outside, And if you're thinking that maybe this is because there are trees, plants, and water outside, the researchers wondered about that too. But when they controlled for these factors, the positive effect of seeing or hearing birds on their well-being was still significant. 
meaning there does really seem to be something about seeing or hearing birds that enhances mental well-being beyond the greenery itself. But this still leaves us with a few questions. For instance, is it the seeing of birds or the hearing of birds that has the greatest impact on our mental well-being? Also, because you're probably not going to want to wander around a performance venue looking for birds 15 minutes before you play, would listening to a recording of birds singing and cooing still have a positive effect on mood? And beyond mental well-being, does listening to birdsong have any effect on anxiety specifically? Well, another study provides some additional insight. In this study, about 300 participants were asked to complete a 20-question depression and anxiety assessment. Then they were randomly assigned to one of four different groups. Two of the groups spent six minutes listening to traffic noise, while the other two groups listened to recordings of bird sounds. Then they completed the depression and anxiety assessment a second time to see if there were any changes in their mood and anxiety levels. And was there a change? Yes, there definitely was. After just six minutes of listening to bird sounds, there was a significant reduction in the participants' anxiety levels. Meanwhile, listening to traffic noise had no particular effect on their anxiety levels. And for what it's worth, the bird sounds had a positive effect on depressive symptoms as well, whereas traffic noise tended to make participants feel a little more depressed. So why do bird sounds seem to have such a positive effect on mood and anxiety anyway? Well, ultimately, it's not clear yet exactly why listening to birdsong has this calming effect, but the authors of the second study do make a few suggestions. For one, it could be because this sound reminds us of nature, or makes us feel less threatened and calms us. Or it could also be that this sound just does a good job of shifting our attention away from stressors, both internal, like our worries or physiological stress response, or external, like noticing someone is in the audience that stresses you out. Either way, how could you apply this to your own day of performance routine? Well, some musicians have said that they like going for a walk on the day of a performance, and this could indeed be a nice day of performance activity for a number of reasons. But the research suggests that one ought to make a point of walking through some green spaces, if at all possible, even if you're in a city. Later in the day, when you arrive at the hall, especially if you've had to navigate public transportation or traffic or parking, rather than unpacking everything right away, maybe a few minutes of listening to birdsong could help you get to a more centered, relaxed place before taking your instrument out and going through your warm-up routine. And while waiting backstage or in the warm-up room, if at some point you find your thoughts and anxiety starting to spiral to the bad place, try put on your headphones and take a moment to listen to your birdsong soundscape again and see if that helps to recenter you a bit. You can find links to this week's study and other related practice hacks at bulletproofmusician.com blog. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think would also enjoy experimenting with it during the coming week. And if you'd like to explore this sort of thing in more depth, whether it be to get more out of your daily practice or to get better at managing performance pressure and shrinking that gap between what you can do in the practice room and what comes out on stage, you can learn more about the live and self-paced courses that are available at bulletproofmusician.com courses.